Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I'm grateful for this church because you come in, it's a place where you can meet Jesus and get saved. And it's a place where you can encounter him, encounter his presence, and you realize Oh my goodness, God did all of these things for me. He's a personal God. He wants to know you. He wants to be in relationship with you. And then you come from that place and you begin to journey from meeting him and you begin to journey with him. And you begin to walk, you walk with him. You get to learn about who he is and learn his character by, by reading the Bible. And you get to learn the promises that he has from you. And then you start to have visions for your life and, and start to believe for bigger things. In Matthew 13, it says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in the field. In his excitement, he hid it again, sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. The next verse says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. So salvation is found, or it finds us, but his kingdom is discovered, that we seek it out. And when we discover it and find it, we want to grab hold of it, and we never, we never want to lose it again. And so that's where I feel like Coronado does not know what, what's coming for them, that there is going to be, you know, that Coronado is, is, a, is a jewel, is a crown of great price. And, and that we will, we will go and we will sacrifice to buy that place so that, that we can experience the kingdom of God in that place. And so as we, as we do this, we come from a, a place of just salvation and understanding what God has done for us to, to actually empowerment. And that's what I learned in this church. Before I came to this church, I was a Christian. I love God. I read my Bible, and I was a good girl. And when I found this church, I really, my eyes were opened for what, what empowered Christianity really is. And so I learned things like this, that, that we have dominion, that there's a kingdom. We come into a kingdom when we're reborn, and then we are able to have dominion over the earth. In Genesis, in Genesis it says that we would have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Ephesians says that, um, I'm cutting it a little bit short, but it says, and seated at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, and not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So he sits above cancer, he sits above depression, he sits above addiction, and these are things that, that I learned in this church, that, that with the word of God, we can take dominion over these things, lack, worry, sickness, poverty, addiction, and that we are heirs to the kingdom. So when we get this picture that, actually, I'm not just saved. I'm now an heir, and I'm part of a kingdom where the king reigns. So it kind of shifts our mindset from everything we knew before 
to, it's like you step into a new realm. You step into this, this new kingdom, and you're like, you kind of start to learn what happens in this kingdom, and it's really exciting. And, and we're a church that loves Ephesians, so if you, if you want to learn your authority and who you are in Christ, read Ephesians. We put on our armor every day, and, and they say that Awaken is a good-looking church, but it's because we put on our armor every day. That's what they're seeing, the spiritual armor. And so, and, and so I've learned that in this church, and, and so I kind of have this picture of, of us as empowered Christians that, that as we know who we are in Christ, it's like we have this, it's like we have this spiritual faith sh- field around us. And, and that's our dominion. So, so as far as our faith goes, as big as our faith is, that's our faith shield. So it's kind of like a dome. And so wherever we go, you know, there's dominion and, and we can take, um, you know, dominion over things in that field. And, and some of us, we have really big faith. So our faith field is huge. We can cover our family, our friends, uh, a church, you know, Pastor Jurgen's faith shield. It goes all the way to Poise, all across America, you know. And so, and then some of us, you know, some people, or when I first came into this church, my faith was like maybe just enough for me, like an umbrella. And, you know, and sometimes it leaked. And, and so, but that's okay, you know. And, and it's like, so sometimes we just have enough faith to make it through the day or, you know, and as we learn to walk with him, it, we, can, we can grow and learn how to operate in that faith. And then our faith gets bigger. And leadership is being able to cover more than yourself. Leadership is being able to have faith for other people. So how far is your reach? How far does your faith go? And, and, and I've seen it that, that, you know, in the Bible, that your faith can help save other people, help heal other people. So we're going to talk about a little bit about our reach this morning. So the title of this message is called Reach. And, and all, that to, all that introduction is to, to say that we, I, I want to equip you and empower you today that, that yes, we are saved and, and part of the kingdom and Jesus is our Lord and Savior. But why are sometimes we not operating in all that he has for us? And so this is a little bit of still of a freedom message because there's still hang-ups. Why, why are there holes in our umbrella? Why, why do sometimes we don't, we have big faith for this, but we don't have, we have little faith for this. And, and so sometimes we're, we're continually working on this and, and um, working on our faith and, and trying to do better at it. And, I, and some, you know, like the video showed, some things, they, they've come from our past that have come from generations or ancestors or things. We've opened doors to things. And sometimes, you know, we need to look at all of these areas of freedom to be able to, to have this forceful, this uh, faith force field that, that we're talking about, okay? All right, so we're going to talk, I'm going to talk about a few ways that, that we can get help to help us with our faith. And so the first way is that we need to reach out. So community is so important. So if you're here on Wednesday night, you heard our Connect 3x10, and we had amazing messages. Um, and I was just so in- encouraged by, by Alex Cole. Stand up, Alex. You're amazing. This young lady shared her testimony so transparently and, and was so real and so heart, full of faith and full of heart. And Alex, I'm just so proud of you because, because 
you know, the mission and call on, God, on, on your life, like, you're, I, I see you, it, you know, I feel like you're having a conversation in your head, like, God, I don't really want to go up there and preach, but he's like, but I need you to, because you're, you're my daughter, and I'm so proud of you, and, and you are going to inspire so many people in this church by, by your story, so thank you for sharing, and thank you for leading so well other people with your husband, we just love you so much, and we just, we got to hear people in this church where, where they've come in one way, and and God has, God has, has, has shown them, you know, that I've got you. You can trust me and, and you can grow. And so I just, I just love that our church, we're a real church. So if there's ever someone that comes on this platform and they're like have a, some kind of facade or face, like you guys would know right away because this church is, we only say, you know, the truth up here about ourselves. And, and so I love that our church is real. You can trust what we're saying. And um, everyone that comes on this stage, we just are, are, we're just honest. So I love that about this church. Um, but, but when we're hurting or need help, do we reach out for help? So a, f- a few years ago, we were with some friends, and we went to a ropes course. And do you guys know what a ropes course is? So you go up, like, on these ladders, and then you hook your, your harness in- onto a line, and then you go over these, like, difficult obstacles. And then, but if you fall, the, the cable grabs you so that you don't fall to the ground because you're up in the trees. And so we were on this ropes course, and Michael and I were on a different part of the, of the course, and I see my friend, and, she, and she's having a hard time on, on one of these obstacles, and, and I see her slip, and then she's like, ah, and then, um, and then she falls, and she's tangled, and she's like hanging there, and I, and then we're like, oh my gosh, she just fell, and, and, but she didn't fall to the ground because the cable is holding her up. And so I was kind of laughing, actually, because it was kind of funny. But, but at the same time, we're like, you can do it. Pull yourself up. Like, just grab onto the, 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 the wires around you, and it'll, it'll help you up. And, and, and she was trying, but she was tangled and dangling. And then after a while, she was just the, the, the worker on the course. He was on his way, making his way over to help her because he has to clip in too. And so after a while, she just gave up. And she was literally just hanging there like this, <laughs> like the cord from her harness up. And she's like this, <laughs> like dangling. And, and I just... I just thought it was so funny, but, and she just, but it's, it, you know, she trusted the wire was going to hold her, but, but so we are not meant to go through a life where we're dangling, hanging, call for help, someone will come and help you, and, and sometimes we need, we need that person to come and take us and help us steady our feet, get us back up, and get our feet onto something solid, you know, and, and so sometimes we're in a dangling situation that we ourselves are not able to get ourselves out of. So we need to be, be okay with reaching out for help. We need to be okay with, with um, letting people know, look, I've been dangling here for a while now, and um, I'm not, I, w- I want to change the scenery. And, and so can someone please help me <laughs> from this position? Life's too short to, to live that way. And, and so shout out to Awaken Recovery. And, and um, you know, that, that we are, we're not a church that is afraid of tough situations, and we, we talk about them, we tackle them, we, we have resources for, for them, and, and we, are not af- we are not afraid of anything that happens 
this side of eternity. For one, because we know God has victory over it, so we know where we stand. But also, we're not allowed. We're we're not afraid to, get, to come alongside you to help untangle you, and um, or each other. I've need help. I've needed rescue as well, and and help get us back upright. Ecclesiastes um, four. 9 says, two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Like if you fell on that ropes course and you were by yourself, you might be there for a while. So I'm just so grateful for a church that that champions community. And, and so get in a connect group, go to Awaken Recovery Workshop, do what you need to do to, to be in connection. So if you fall, or if, if you're, you're stuck, people can help you. And if you fall, someone will know so they can come and help you. So it's not good for us to be alone. We learned that from Pastor Jurgen last week. He, he created Eve as a helpmate for Adam. Even when Adam had God, he said it's not good for man to be alone. So it's such a beautiful picture. But sometimes we don't want to reach out. Why? Because we're protecting an injury or we don't we don't want to let go of something there you know we're protecting we're we're afraid to look vulnerable we are afraid how we look dangling we we don't know the right person to reach out to and so i just want to encourage us all as a church today let us be people that's not afraid to reach out but also let's be people that someone can reach out to that we don't ignore that phone call when when you see that number on the phone you don't you don't ignore it that that maybe there's Maybe they need you. Maybe there's something that you can help them with. So let's be a church. Let's be committed to, to helping the people on your left and right in this building. The, the, your neighbors at, in your neighborhood, your coworkers who you work with, those are, those are all your people that are in your world for a reason. And so let's be available for them. Amen? Okay. So let's be reaching out. All right. Next. The next uh, reach we need to do is to reach in. So I read this, um, it's by Paul Tripp. No one is more influential in your life than you are because no one talks to you more than you do. Isn't that good? And I read that this, this week too. How you speak to your kids is how you speak to themselves. Ouch, that one, that one challenged me. So your internal dialogue matters. What you say in your... Your mind to yourself matters. I would say it's probably the, the most important thing that, that you do because how you view God, how you think about yourself, how you think about others, it all starts up here. And, and David says, I love in Psalms, he commands his soul in Psalm 103, 1 to 2. Oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I will bless his holy name. He's telling his soul, I will bless you. Commit, like, it's a command. Oh, my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. You, and, and I love David. I feel like I can relate to him. You know, his highs and lows and, and how he, he cries out to God. He is, and I love this, because he is commanding his soul to bless God. He tells himself. And we must learn to have to do this and, and be, have emotional preparedness, you know, and I, I feel like in my life, most of the battles, 90% of the battles I face are up here, you know, and then if, if I've conquered it in here, then the natural actually is easy. So every, and, and these battles that are in here, nobody sees those. They're not glamorous. It's not like, wow, you just scaled that wall. No one sees it. 
And, but they are the difference between, between life and death. They are the difference from, from where God is taking you or if you're staying exactly where you are. And so I just want to encourage you. This is, this is an area. What are you speaking over yourself in your mind? What are you believing about yourself? But this is the cool thing. You get to decide. You get to decide. It's up to you. No one can fight these for you, but you get to decide. You can say things like, this will not take me out. I will not look at that. I, this will not be my legacy. Or you can say things like, this will be my legacy. I am going to have freedom from this. I am going to get up every day and read my Bible. I am believing for breakthrough. And I'm, yes, thank you, Jesus. And I, I feel like sometimes in this church, we, we are taught that what we say matters. So we're really good at um, correcting ourselves or catching ourselves if we say the wrong thing. But I feel like it needs to go a little bit deeper with not just saying the right thing, but you need to believe the right thing and then attach it to a scripture so that you can get it in you. So what does the word say? Get it on the inside of you. Don't just say it because you heard Pastor Jurgen say it or Pastor Michael say it. Don't just say it because, you know, you're like, well, that's what I'm supposed to say. You know, we really need to, it really needs to take root in, in yourself. And, and so I feel like that's when real transformation comes. It's like sometimes saying it helps us um, to, 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 to believe it. So when we say it, we hear it, and then it goes down into our spirit. But, but to really take root, we need to believe it, and we need to retrain our mind. So these are all disciplines of the mind, and it will change the directory of your life. So out of passion or pure stubbornness, you can say things like, nothing will separate me from God, that for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And you make these decisions, and they will change your life. And, and for me, I've, I've had to battle some giants in, in my mind. Will you stop laughing at me? Thank you. <laughs> these two on the front row, we need to separate them. <laughs> Pastor Michael and Pastor Jake causing trouble. So I just want to encourage you today, if you're facing something that seems insurmountable, that, um, you know, there's hope. Isaiah 41, 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you in my, with my righteous right hand. What an encouragement. Right there in Isaiah so whenever you're feeling a hard day or down or facing something tough, you can read this and, and be reminded that he is the one who will strengthen you and be with you. But also, your mind needs to believe it. You need to believe, actually, he is for me and he has good things for me. And that's going to make all the difference for you. So I just, I just had, I had a lot of pictures when I wrote this message. I saw the faith bubble. I saw, and then this, I saw the dangling. And I saw... Um, I saw this. I saw, what if your breakthrough was right within reach? What if it was right there, but you, but you feel like you can't take another step forward? Well, let me encourage you that, that, you know, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to pause. It's okay to not be okay, as Dan was saying. So beautiful. It's okay. But don't, don't give up. Be encouraged that, that actually pressing forward is the only place that I should go one step at a time, even if it's a baby step, stay on that line, stay encouraged that, that God is for you and God is with you. 
So this is, come on, we're going to have an inner resolve. We're going to be emotionally um, prepared. We're going to be emotionally strong. And we're going to keep going in the direction that he's called us to go. In Jesus' name. All right. So the third thing, the the third place to find help is to reach up. So one of my favorite things to do is, uh, well, I like games and puzzles, and you guys all know that about me, but I also love escape rooms. Do you guys, do you guys know what escape rooms are? Okay. So I love escape rooms, and I love them for many reasons, um, because they're challenges, and it's fun. And so a long time ago, they used to have escape rooms where you would get, uh, so if you get stuck on a puzzle, and then you ask for help, they used to penalize you for, like, time for asking for help. And then I think it I don't know why they changed. Maybe it's too hard for people. But now they don't even penalize you for hints. So it's almost like cheating. But because it's like every ten, every, after every puzzle, you could ask for a hint. So if you get stuck on a puzzle, you, you wave at the camera or you all look at the camera and you're like, and then there's a, someone watching you on a screen and then they'll come in on the over intercom and say, okay, where are you stuck? What do you, where do you need help? And then they will give you hints and clues to get out of that into the next thing. And so I feel like that's us with God and the Holy Spirit. Like we'll, we'll be tr- going along in our life, then all of a sudden we can be like, okay, God, <laughs> I need help. Can you give me a hint? I'm stuck. And then, and then God will say, okay, what was the last thing you unlocked? What was the last thing you learned? Where, what direction were you going? And then, and then they'll, he'll guide you. Okay, that's the wrong direction. Actually, you need to be looking over here at this piano, and, and you need to be looking at doing something over here. No, but, so, and, and so it's just like that. So when you get stuck, you can ask God, reach up. God, I need help. I need help right now. And then, and then he partners with us. He can bring uh, direction for us. He gives us help and encouragement. But he doesn't, he doesn't take us to the end, like this is the code to get out of the door. He just gives you the next step. And then you get to go to that step. And you have to figure out how to unlock that step. And so I feel like life is a lot like an escape room. <laughs> you know we're going we're gonna to get out in the end. We know we're victorious. But sometimes puzzles stump us. So let's, let's do that. I know. I love it. But Jesus wants you to reach out for him. I love this. Exodus. I just read this this week. Exodus 2, 23 to 25. Actually, hopefully you all read this this week. If you're doing the Bible in the year, we're in Exodus now, guys. So the Israelites groaned under their slavery and cried out. Their cries for relief from the hard labor ascended to God. God listened to their groanings. God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and Jacob. God saw what was going on with Israel. God understood. Another version says, God knew it was time to act. He took notice, or that he knew, and that's when he activated Moses. So we see here that when we cry out to God, that he listens, he remembers, he sees, and he understands. So anytime we reach out to him, he does all of those things. He sees, he understands, he cares. When, when we were just in Salt Lake a couple weeks ago, we were in the Awakened Salt Lake campus. And this is when I got the idea for this message. It was during the Book of Miracles. And we, we pray and we lift our hands during that moment. And it's like, I saw this beautiful picture and God said, reach. So every hand was reaching to him. And it was like, and I just saw this picture like it was like a lightning rod. 
And so when we pray and we raise our hands, and it's the reason we raise our hands, it's a connection point for faith. It's like, you know, and, and it's like God is looking down. And it's like, yes, God, I need a miracle. Yes, God, I need faith. Raise my faith. And so when we raise our hands, when we reach towards him, it's like faith comes. And it finds those hands reaching. And then the faith comes, and it's like a, it's a connection point with him. When we draw near to God, he draws near to us. Psalms 139, 7 through 10. Is there any place I can go to avoid your spirit, to be out of your sight? If I climb to the sky, you're there. If I go underground, you're there. If I flew on morning's wings to the far western horizon, you'd find me in a minute. You're already waiting there. Then I said to myself, oh, he even sees me in the dark. At night, I'm immersed in the light. Thank you, Jesus. And it's a fact. Darkness isn't dark to you. Night and day, darkness and light, they're all the same to you. How beautiful. He sees us. He knows where to find us. And he's always with us, even if it feels pitch black. Even if we feel like we can't see the hand in front of our face. He is with us. It, it mean, he is always by our side. So as we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Consecrated to God. Consecrate yourself to God. That's actually what the name, my name means, Lisa. Consecrated to God. So I love that. So how bad do you want your breakthrough? How desperate are you for your miracle? Jesus told the man with the withered hand, reach out your hand. Reach it out. The miracle came with the stretch. The miracle came with the reach. It's the connection point where faith meets God. It's like a landing strip. All right, now I'm going to read in my Bible because this was a last-minute scripture, which is actually the best part of the whole message. All right, Luke 8, 43. So you know uh, in this scripture, in this passage, Jesus is on the way to pray for Jairus' daughter who was dying. And while he was on the way, a lady pushes through the crowd, reaches out, and touches the hem of his garment. And immediately she was healed. And Jesus noticed and she said, and he said, who touched me? Power went from me. I felt it. And she was immediately healed. But after that encounter, he continues on to Jairus' house. And he gets there. And I'm going to read here um, in verse 54, 854. So, but Jesus was looking at the little girl. And he gently took her by the hand and said, child, get up. And her spirit returned and she got up immediately. So sometimes we get the miracle because we're reaching out for God, but he also reaches down for us. So in this story, he reached out and a miracle took place. So I just want to, why don't we all stand now that I'm crying? Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit. God, I just thank you. I thank you for this time. I thank you for the opportunity to share what you've done, God, that we can learn from it and grow from it, God. So I just thank you, God. I just want to pray for anyone here this morning that, that you are, are looking for that connection with Jesus today, that he's actually here and he's reaching out to you. And so I just want to pray for you if you feel like that resonates with you or you feel like you need that connection with him, if you feel like you've been reaching out 
and, and would love to connect with God, I would love to pray for you today. Is there anyone here that who would love to connect with him this morning? Is there anyone here? Would you just give me a wave? I see you there. Anyone else? I see you there. I see you. I see you up there. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else? God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for all these hands raised. I thank you, God, that you didn't just send your son to save, but that you came to restore relationship with us. And I thank you, God, that, that you are not a distant God, that, that you are with us, that you are here and present, that as we reach to you, that you reach down to us. I thank you, God, that each and every person here with their hand raised would feel an encounter with you right now, God. I thank you that, that you came to save, you came to restore, you came to set free. And I thank you, Jesus, that, that you have given us an opportunity to do that with you this morning. I thank you, God, that, that we invite you to partner with us in this life, God. I thank you for your Holy Spirit presence over every person whose hand is raised, God. I thank you, God, that a connection point is made. And if, and if you're someone that's believing for a miracle, that you're reach, you want to reach for a miracle, we're going to play for miracles too right now. God, I, just raise your hand. God, I just thank you for miracles pouring out this morning, God. I thank you, God, that there's faith in this room. That there's faith in this room right now, the atmosphere in this place, God, that your presence is here, that each and every hand that is raised is a lightning rod for your, for your faith, God, for, for a miracle to come down, a connection point, a landing place for your spirit, God. I just thank you. I just feel him right now. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God, moving across this place, that we believe in you. We partner with you, God, and we pray right now, miracles right now, pouring out across this place in Jesus' name. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for your presence in this place. We thank you, God, for connection with you. Thank you, God. Next group of people I want to pray for are people that, that they feel like they want connection with others. People that need to reach out. That they, that they feel like I do not want to. They feel like they're dangling on the wire. And they say, I need someone to come alongside of me. Just lift your hand. God, I just thank you for, for these hands raised. I thank you, God, that these people, they would, they would, that friends would come alongside of them. That people would come alongside of them. That you are not alone. You are in a church that, that loves you, that cares for you. You have a God that sees you. He sees you. He understands. And he sent help. I thank you, God, for every person here that they would not leave here feeling the, the loneliness they felt when they came in, that they are not in isolation, but that they are in community who loves them in Jesus' name. And, the, and then the one more, one more people I want to pray for are the, the people with the, um, with the mental battles. And that, that's me. That's me. If I, there's one vice, weakness in my life, it's my own mind. It's, it's, that, it's that, that simple. And so this is an area where I've had victory and where I continue to have victory. And so if that's you, raise your hand. God, I just thank you for, for sharpening our minds, that, that you are giving us a resolve to, to do the things that you've called us to do, that we would not talk ourselves out of it, that we would say, I, I, am, I am equipped and empowered by you, God. So I thank you, God. We break off fear and anxiety. We break off any doubt or shame that is holding you back, that those are removed. Those are not from you. Those are from the devil. So we break those things off right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for strength and courage, that we are a courageous church 
There's a reason that, that um, you know, the enemy is afraid of this church in Coronado. It's because we are courageous and we carry the whole, the whole ministry that we carry, all the gifts of the Spirit. So I thank you, God, right now that you are equipping and empowering us. And I thank you right now that, that dark thoughts are gone, that depression is gone, addiction is broken. We come against those things right now in the name of Jesus. They are made up from the enemy. They are lies. We come against every lie that has been spoken over you, that, that you have believed. And we just break the, the, the back of that thing right now, that you are a child of God, that, that you are more than a conqueror, that he will never leave or forsake you. And we pray strength into our minds that any time a, a thought comes in that we don't, that is not from you, God, that we replace it with a God thought. We replace it with a scripture. And so I thank you right now for freedom over minds, freedom over minds. And it's going to give us freedom in our lives. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now. Bye for now.